Welcome to Down with the Dig. I'm Shella. And I'm Matt. This is a podcast presented by the Ohio Laborers Union to keep you connected to your labor family. This is Down with the Dig. One of the things you're going to hear us talk a lot about on this podcast is work zone safety. Shella, why do we want to talk about it so much? Well, this is one of our top priorities here at Down with the Dig. And that's because we've already had over 600 deaths in work zones. So we want to provide information for you and for our members so that you get home safe each night and that they get home safe each night. We know laborers have a lot of tools that they can use on the job to keep themselves safe. But there's a third piece that we really want to talk about today, and that's the help we get with legislation. So, Matt, we're out on the job site building these highways. How do we get this message of safety out to the public? Well, we can't do everything. It's important to have partners in these kinds of endeavors. One of the partners we're happy to have is the American Traffic Safety Services Association, otherwise known as ATSA. And we're proud today to be joined by the president and CEO of ATSA, Stacy Tetchner. Hi, Stacy. How are you? Matt, hey, it's great to meet you and be with you here today. So, Stacy, tell me about ATSA. What's it stand for and how your organization is improving safety on our highways? Sure. And we're going to go back almost 50, a little over 50 years ago. And in 1966, yeah, a few people got together, you know, in they say it's in Chicago. We don't know if it was at a bar or one of those fun places in Chicago, but um, really some, uh, some safety professional barricade rental operators got together um, and wanted to improve their businesses and just started networking and talking. And um, as things progressed in 1969, they decided to form the American Traffic Safety Services Association, um, which we'll call ATSA moving forward. It's so much easier to use the acronym. But the first general meeting happened in 1970. But really, you go back to 66, that's when the idea that uh, was formed on a napkin. And um, then by 71, they really started holding formalized meetings. And how big is the reach of your organization? You know, we get together about 1,500 companies that represent 11,000 industry professionals. Um, and all of them work in this sign manufacturing, pavement marking, guardrail and barrier, traffic surface, traffic signals, um, technical divisions. And while we do lots of things, our whole purpose is to um, save lives on the roadways to make safer work zones because those safe work zones will save lives. And everything we do leads up to that. It doesn't matter if we're doing some government relations work, some training work, um, putting out a publication, sitting in and helping other organizations. We're all about how can we save lives and not have to make those phone calls to loved ones that someone passed away in a work zone. So the laborers and ATSA share a common goal, and that's how to get the message to drive safely and to be cautious in work zones. Tell me a little bit about how ATSA is getting that message out. Sure. Well, you know, the biggest one is National Work Zone Awareness Week, um, and that is, is about 20 years old and started back in 1970 or 1997. I'll talk a little more about that in general, um, but we get involved not with any kind of organization that is trying to put together a community awareness campaign, including some of our own. And one of, one of the ways we do that, um, if you tune in uh, to our website, atsa.com, or you go to Facebook or LinkedIn, and at various points throughout the year, you're going to find all kinds of campaigns that are talking about anything from, you know, pay attention in a work zone, 
Um, be prepared, stay focused, wear your seatbelt, uh, and don't be distracted when you're driving. So to pick one campaign is tough, but to tell you, we get involved in all those campaigns, um, especially important in work zones because those work zones change day to day to day. And I don't know how many work zones you may have driven through just today going to, well, probably not today going to work because all of us are working from home. But um, I, when I do go down to the ATSA office, um, there's a work zone right off the freeway from our office. And from day to day, those barriers move and change. And if you're not paying attention, um, that could that could be detrimental to you or especially the workers that are in there. We were talking about that on a recent episode. And you look at those barrels and you think, yeah, it's, it's like a visual aid. You know, there's a construction zone there. But how much protection do those workers actually get? I mean, that's not going to stop a car, a semi from just barreling through there. It just makes you think. It does. It makes you think. And that's what those barrels are designed for. Um, sometimes they are protective. But let's be honest, they're, they're not that as, as much protection as they are for site protection to give you an idea of, you know, here's, I always compare it to the lanes on the, or the bumpers on the bowling alley. Here where the bumpers are, try to stay between these two because what's on the other side is no good for anyone. I know ATSA brings together a lot of people to talk about technology and communication and the, the other kinds of things that help keep roadways safe. Can you talk a little bit about your expo that you have? We do. You know, we have, um, in fact, this year we celebrated our 50th annual convention and traffic expo. We had record attendance. Um, and really what happens there is educational offerings from micro sessions to traffic talks to um, educational sessions. And we have these various committees that get together in each of the specialty areas of um, safety, work, roadway safety. And they get together and make sure that Okay, is what we what we have as the standard working? Are there recommendations we need to make or practices we need to implement to make things safer? Now, it is the largest roadway safety uh, infrastructure trade show in North America. We have over 3,500 people that come, and um, we get roadway personnel from over 50 countries. Yeah, believe it or not, we set the standard here in the U.S., and people want to come see what we're doing. These days, everybody has a GPS system on their phone or in their car. How have those types of applications really helped identify work zones and making entering work zones that much safer? You know, Matt, it's a great question because uh, as we've become more dependent on our navigation system, whether it's Waze, it's you know Google Maps, Apple Maps, whatever it is, um, and those have plugged into our cars. I, I just recently upgraded and bought a car where I can actually have Apple CarPlay. Um, and the roadway construction actually pops up on there, and it tells me um, there's a construction zone coming up. There's it puts a little, you know, that little symbol on there. But what that really engages me to is something's different. I need to pay more attention as I'm uh, coming into this work zone for my own safety, for um, my own timing and planning, and um, obviously for the safety of all the people that are working there as well. So I think. They've been a fantastic addition and a fantastic opportunity. And it's funny that you ask because just before this, on my LinkedIn page, uh, I got a request from a guy that says, hey, my company actually is the one who manufactures the, these um, products that inserts them into the, uh, the app. And um, I, I think we should connect and talk. And so I'm excited to talk and understand more and more how that works because it's going to, you know, it's going to be the answer to, 
better planning so that we can all be in better space going forward. Stacy, we have way too many fatalities in our work zones and our laborers are so appreciative of the work that you're doing in Washington, D.C. by being our voice for work zone safety. The number one things that we do is we have a great presence and we've got a great government relations team that's active every single day down on the hill. And um, once a year, we have all of our members that we can possibly get fly in and meet with their local congressional people. It's, it's important because these are the people that are um, running businesses and hiring people and overseeing construction um, and creating jobs in each of their constituencies. And so it's important that they hear from us what's important, what do we need to do, what are the priorities, so that we can advance roadway safety and we can help keep um, these construction companies in business and working. And this current economic um, turmoil, I guess is what we'll call that we're in the midst of right now, it's going to be important that roadway um, construction continues as well because that will be a key economic um, leader to get us back on track. What are the goals of ATSA? Well, you know, as, as ATSA is looking to the future, um, one of the things we've done, and I, you know, I'm newer in this role, and so I can't claim credit for it, but I, I certainly can't let it slip either. One of the things we do is a lot of training. We conduct training sessions all over the country, and now with COVID-19 going on, we're actually creating a new virtual um, training program. And we set, we're a premier trainer, probably set the standard for training in roadway safety across the country. So that is, uh, we'll continue to develop and enhance that and work with each of the departments of transportation in each state, as well as federally, to make sure that we're promoting what it is they see as important through the training that we do. Um, and then uh, also, like you said, being an advocate for our members and these the expo that we do, um, and we do a mid-year conference as well, just making sure that the latest in safety technology is at the forefront of what our members are seeing. So they don't have to go search for it somewhere else. They can come to us on demand and get exactly what they need. Tell me a little bit more about the members of ATSA. Now, we have, a, and um, sorry if I'm going to repeat anything, but I'll talk a little bit about it. We have about 1,500 companies, and a lot of them, you know, the bread and butter when they started was really back in the barricade business, and that was the first step of safety back in the 60s. Um, today, our members manufacture signs or the people that rent signs, put signs out, um, Painter, you know, do paint striping, guardrail and barrier installation and manufacturing, traffic services. Um, and one of the biggest things is we're looking forward that, that we're going to be getting into is also autonomous vehicles. And how do we keep work zones safe as um, driverless vehicles are going to start navigating them as well? I'm hearing about new technology that's coming out that will make work zones safer. How do we go about getting that new technology on the job? Well, you know, a lot of what happens, and I'll say our members are the subcontractors that work with the general contractor, and they will provide whatever it is that the spec is. Um, and there's so many people involved in developing what is the spec that goes on uh, in a work zone and what is the standard as well. And so they are doing um, everything from those signs to flaggers that are working out there. And um, whatever the whatever is called for is what they're going to provide. I'm not sure. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little bit newer, so I don't always know um, how that spec is developed at the front end. 
Um, but I do know that they, they are providing those. And one of the things that's coming up, especially with autonomous vehicles, is those type of signs you mentioned are actually going to also have a signal that broadcasts out further to an autonomous vehicle as it's coming so that through its artificial intelligence, it can navigate its way and stop, slow down, speed up, whatever's supposed to happen. The governor here in Ohio has a zero death campaign for roadways. I know ATSA also has a towards zero death campaign. Given that 30,000 people a year die in roadway accidents, that seems like a really lofty goal. What kind of efforts is ATSA making to help make that more of a reality? National Work Zone Awareness Week is one of those efforts that we've partnered in. Although Virginia Department of Transportation started the idea 20 years ago, um, a lot of us from the Federal Highway Administration to ATSA and to ASHTO, who represents all the DOTs, we've gotten involved because if you look at um, work zone fatalities, and I'm just talking work zone fatalities, so that portion of that number you just mentioned, in 2018, there were 754 work zone fatalities. Our goal is to get that down to zero. Our goal is to say, okay, what's happening there uh, in, in a work zone that we could make it safer so that the people inside are protected as well as the people that are driving vehicles there are protected. And so um, drivers and passengers of that were about 619. And pedestrians and bike, bicyclists, take, you know, believe it or not, are also get caught up in those work zones. Um, and that makes up almost 130 of those back in 2018 that, that lost their lives. So our whole goal in towards zero deaths, and is it lofty? It absolutely is. But can we, t- can we get 754 um, down, we feel that we absolutely can, especially through programs like National Work Zone Awareness Week. It's really great that those programs are not only changing the mindset of those working inside the work zones, but also the minds of those driving through the work zones. That's right. That's right. And it's everything from right up front. And you'll see in some of our social media campaigns, again, I encourage you to follow us on Facebook or Twitter or on LinkedIn. And you're going to see a lot of our messaging isn't just targeted to a business owner, how do you create a safer work zone, but it's targeted to that driver. And the number one thing, and you know, now I'm going to get on my personal soapbox, but put down that cell phone when you're driving. There's nothing that important um, because you could, someone could lose their life, including you, um, just because you wanted to see how many likes were on your Facebook post. You're right. Distracted driving has become such a problem here. Shella, I know you've helped to spearhead some of the messaging that the laborers have done this year. So, Matt, the most important thing is to get our message out to as many people as possible. And this year has been our biggest year in doing that. We've partnered with ODOT. We have gotten a team together and went to county fairs and other social events. We have just recently signed on as a partnership with the Cincinnati Reds to get our work zone safety message out through the Reds and to their fan base. And we're so excited because we just partnered with District 1, which deals with high school drivers, new drivers. And as a mother, I know it's so important when you get that new driver out there that they understand a big responsibility this is. So we're excited about that partnership. And we also have used the slogan, Safer Roads Save Lives, which I know is ATSA's slogan. So Stacy, could you kind of explain to us where you came up with that slogan? Sure. You know, we go back a few years ago and you get into that whole, all right, strategic planning sessions and what, what all happens in those. And 
Um, a few years back, everybody was sitting around saying, okay, Atsa has been here, you know, 45 years, uh, 40 years, whatever it happens to be. Why are we really here? And um, started going through all the business case for this and that. And then actually the people in the room sat back and said, we're here to create safer roads so we can save lives. And somebody wrote it down and overnight they thought about it and came back the next day and said, this is it. This, this is exactly why we exist. This is exactly what we're trying to do. And this needs to be our guiding statement for everything we do. And as I was recruited into this position, that is the statement that spoke to me the most. And I think it speaks to everyone once they hear it that absolutely, if we can create a safer road, that's, you know, one less death is, is getting us closer to our goal of zero. I've heard that you have a charitable foundation that's doing amazing things that are helping families who have lost loved ones in work zones. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. I, one, of the, one of the most amazing things this organization has done is not only just tried to prevent the accidents for ha- from happening, but realizing that they do. Um, we've also established a foundation that will actually go in and help, especially the children of someone who's lost their life in a work zone accident, one of the workers, and we'll fund sending them to a summer camp and these some an experience camp. And these camps actually have um, psychologists and counselors and people that can also help them through this this tragedy and this point in their life um, to a new space. And so we're dedicated to making sure that when someone does lose their life, their families life doesn't have to stop and that it actually has some resource to go forward. Wow. That is amazing. Well, it's, it's something that, that we're proud of. We, the the fun thing is how we raise money for it every year. Um, If you came to our expo, you could participate in a golf tournament. Um, They sold out the golf tournament so early for so many years. They said, what else could we do? We also have skeet shooting and you would be, you would be amazed at the number of people that come out and want to shoot clays um, for an afternoon and help raise money for this foundation. Again, tell our listeners where they can find out more information about ATSA. Well, um, actually, we, we keep it really easy. ATSSA.com, ATSA.com. Um, or look for us in Facebook. We're constantly um, posting updates in Facebook, on LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, so all your social media channels, you're going to find us there too. And if nothing else, Google us and you'll find phone numbers. We have a whole customer service center dedicated to helping anybody anytime. Of course, if you're listening while driving, you don't have to write those down right now. We'll put all of those links in our show notes. Stacy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate it. This podcast is for you and Matt and I would love to get your feedback. So drop us a line talk at downwiththedig.com. Thanks for joining us today. Now you're up to date. Views and comments expressed on this program may not reflect those of Lyuna and Ohio Lesset. Thanks for listening and be safe out there.